welcome to the Skeptic Wire. They're going to mess up his, his recording. Come on, guys. There you go. Hello, this is the Skeptic Wire. I'm David Harcourt. We're hello. Re- hello, hello, hello. Hey. hello. <laughs> it is June 30th, 2011. We're recording from the Go Recording Studios in San Antonio, Texas. Yay! I'm here with Gary Lawn. Hello! Greg Perrine. Right like the wind bullseye! And Donna Swaffrey. I'm considering legal action. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to have you with us today. You know, all I say is hello. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You are. Yeah, man, get a catchphrase. Cantaloupe, watermelon. Cantaloupe, watermelon, cantaloupe. Now, uh, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but we have a skeptic group in San Antonio, San Antonio Skeptics, of which we are all members, and actually Gary is the organizer of San Antonio Skeptics, so I want to say that. Now, we've drawn some inspiration from another skeptic group. Uh, Craig, tell us about it. Yes, the Granite State uh, Granite State Skeptics Group. Mark one for the club. Craig. <laughs> so these are skeptics who skate, and they grab oh, at things. Yeah. Okay, for those of you playing the Skeptic Wire drinking game at home, take that's one shot. Several now. drinks. Yes, the Granite State Skeptics Group went to a John Edward. Not John Edwards, but a John Edward... The Psychic. The Psychic show. Medium. Not the former Isn't he a medium? He's a medium. He he calls himself a skeptic who talks to the dead, too. A skeptic? No. He, he communicates. Did, did I say... Yes, yes. he did. <laughs> okay. For the home audience, please take another drink. I'm going to get so fired. <laughs> There's John, a medium. John, John Edwards is someone... I thought he was a large. He's a guy... Who talks or to, claims to talk to the dead. Right. So the Granite State Skeptics Group um, and some volunteers from that group um, went out and just very politely handed out um, envelopes that had a card in it and a small golf pencil. And what they found in the envelopes was a little psychic bingo um, card so you can play along while John Edward is doing a show. And some of the things that this uh, psychic bingo thing said was M name, uh, jewelry, uh, wa- just some wild guess or multiple fishing questions, something about a wedding, any number from 1 to 12. Now, fishing questions, uh, or, or like they were talking, talking about, about trout. Fly no. fishing or <laughs> no. deep sea. Fishing for information, like... Ah. So was is there something about jewelry? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, maybe it's something with a couch. I mean, just you know. I see a couch. I see. A, do you yes. see a couch? I see a couch. I do actually see a couch. Right we don't now own. We don't own a couch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of like you know, very simple, skeptical act to kind of be out there and maybe they didn't change any minds, but they got maybe some. They you know, they got some press on the Nashua Telegraph. And, um, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, if it's, you're going to change people's, can you imagine being someone going in there and actually doing that? And, I, it and, sounds great. And I wonder if anybody just shouted "bingo" in the middle of the show. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been wonderful. I hope they mixed up yeah, the bingo I, cards and they weren't the same. Everyone would be. Yeah, I saw this article and I thought it was, I thought it was a fantastic thing for them to do. Yeah. So big shout out to the Granite State skeptics. Unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of the responses to it were things like, "Everyone has a right to believe what you want to believe," or, 
if they're skeptics, they should just keep it to themselves and not try to pass it on to people who are trying to go in, hopefully, and enjoy the show. That's from someone who, quote, absolutely believes Edward and others can communicate with the beyond. But, you know, maybe they brought it home, they looked at it and said, you know what, he did ask multiple questions about some female relative, or just said an S name. He didn't yeah. say Sam. He just said, just, no one S name. But, but you know what? They probably went to the next skeptics meeting expecting them to be psychic because they knew what he was going to say. <laughs> so standard yeah, cold reading stuff. Yeah. He probably says the same stuff every show. Yeah. So That's great. Fascinating stuff. Way to go. We need to... You know, he was here... Fascinating. About a year... John Edward. John yeah. Edward, like in the last year. Probably Edward. Not six, John nine Edward, months not Edwards. I said Edward this said time. Edward. I didn't yeah, screw he did. up. Yeah, he, it, was, it was him. It was, oh, him. It was him. Dave. I did not. Dave. No, I'm sorry. Rewind the tape. I said Edward. I think we both said Edward, damn it. Jeez. Jump on Baxford. Jeez. <laughs> I'm going to earn the, earn the explicit tag right now. Fuck you! <laughs> oh, is that bad? Listeners, rewind the tape and you see who, if it, which one of us said Edward. Um, David? I'm going to put S's behind their name. <laughs> tape? Tape, tape, the digital tape, the digital <laughs> audio tape. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> okay. Put, move the needle back on that. You see it? You see this? Yeah. Okay. Roll back the wax cylinder. <laughs> now we would be remiss in not just um, read that back to me. mentioning this great alt med debate that's been raging on the blogosphere and at the Atlantic Monthly. Um, I'm all for it. It's it's, yeah. it's very it's 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 what's fascinating is is this very public debate going on about alt med. It's been kind of really public and out there at the um, Atlantic uh, Monthly. The bad news is it's been stacked with alt med practitioners. Right. They have two or three skeptical articles and ten <clears throat> woo, woo yeah. believer they got, articles. I don't, I don't have the list of contributors right here, but I think there were six or seven. Altmed practitioners, one or two skeptics, and then every time one of the skeptics would post their piece, David Freeman would counter it right. without countering any of the other pieces. Right. Well, the the, well, the Altmed people, you know, that got to hang together because you know they're so put upon. Well, the, the Altmed people have a little bit more time on their hands, so they're more likely to volunteer <laughs> for something like this because they don't have to do any actual science, yeah, or work to figure out what's you know what's going on with their patients. Now they do have to spend more time with their patients. Right. Or, or as Steve Novella put it, they can tell lies to their patients. I can't. Right. <laughs> so um, the, the original article, it sounded like a balanced piece, but it's just kind of the conclusions he came to were ama- amazing. Right. After saying that there's really no evidence that these, these uh, treatments work, ha- somehow he gets to the conclusion that we should be using these treatments because right. they're nice and, and doctors don't have enough time for people. And it is the creationist argument of, well, because doctors don't know everything, this other thing must be right. If it makes you feel good. Yeah. And so there's been a lot of pushback on that. And then he really kind of, after that, really changed his face and really started going after the skeptics. And he's got an article, What's Eating the Small, Loud Band of Alt-Med Critics. Yeah, definitely. In his original article, he, he interviewed Steve Novella and this other guy... Uh, Steve Salzberg, I think his name is. Yeah, I think it is. Steven Salzberg, yes. And um, you know, he quoted them honestly and and actually portrayed their point of view mostly. 
Um, and he admitted kinda, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, he said his his the introduction to the whole thing, like his the sub headline is medicine has long decreed uh, decried acupuncture, homeopathy, and the like as dangerous nonsense. Carefully controlled studies have shown alternative medicine to work no better than a placebo. But but he goes on <laughs> and basically says, won't like it. despite the fact that it doesn't work. I think you should still do it. Which and, is- and here's the thing. The, the, the only reason alt-med practitioners have all this time to spend with their patients, if they had the same constraints, if, there's, if it actually worked, shown to work, and they got everything they wanted and was covered by insurance and all this stuff, they wouldn't have any more time than your family physician does have to talk to you. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's, the, it's the cost constraints and everything else that causes, you know, I wish my doctor had more time but but it's, it's not it's not just it's just that a lot of doctors have a lot of paperwork to fill out because they're doing things to their patient patients that does require something. government yeah. oversight yeah. like you know they're drugs. giving them real drugs that just real things to the body and they have to make sure that uh, drug A for example uh, the side effects aren't going to affect side uh, drug B or drug B is yeah. needs to be given because because yeah. of drug A yeah. right. And so they have to go back and they have to do all that work to find out what's what and, and the body chemistry of the person comes into account. Whereas an alt med person, though, here have some some herb. Right. Yeah. You know, one of the things I discovered because this took me down the road of reading a lot of these alt med because I read some of these responses and kind of took me down that dark hole. <laughs> I, I kept seeing the same things over and over again um, from from alt med practitioners. One is that. Alt-Med is, is health care, and traditional medicine is sick care. Okay, These are right. some of the, the, the phrases I keep saying. They treat the disease, <laughs> not the person, that kind of yeah. stuff. Traditional medicine is about ridding disease, and Alt-Med is about health and being healthy. You right. know? They, and they tra- often make the claim that you know, diet and exercise is something apparently unique to the thought of yeah. right. alternative medicine. That alt medicine is about diet and exercising lifestyle, and that traditional medicine doesn't care for those things at all. It's all just pills and scalpels, you know. And, and you probably find that all the all the time before you went and you got sick, your doctor, if you had been going regularly to your doctor, <laughs> yes. was probably telling you stop smoking, stop drinking so much, exactly. Don't go to McDonald's every day, exactly. You know, cut down on that stuff. I but saw, you just didn't pay attention because you were healthy. I know. I see so much of that in the in the in the comments and everything about how doctors don't know anything about health, about diet, exercise. They don't care anything about that. They just want to give you a pill, and it's just totally wrong, totally wrong. And 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 the other thing that's totally wrong is that doctors only treat symptoms, while alt med treats the causes of disease. And that I traditional would medicine call is that not bullshit because my doctors all the time telling me. Lose a couple of pounds. Yeah. Well, they're all <laughs> Cut about the, back on the ciders on the weekend. They're all about the pathology <laughs> and, and understanding the causes of the disease. And that's just, I don't know how they can come to that conclusion. Where at the same time, someone goes into a homeopathy person and says, you know, I have a bad headache and I can't fall asleep. And the homeopathist basically just says, oh, you need, you know, wormwood and aphrodel and whatever. <laughs> Here, take these supplements. That's treating symptoms too. Yeah. Okay, they sit down and are all touchy feely for a while, which is something doctors need to be better about. But there's the 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 woo people are still just treating symptoms too. So yeah. I, it's it's kind of pot calling kettle black. Yeah. 
It's just that I think they think that they see the whole person right. more it, than a doctor can. It, but you it's know? also most people aren't going to an alt med person with cancer, or you know I what? Mean, there like, are oh, some I feel, that do. I, okay, there are, there are, but the the good alt med person would probably send them to an actual physician. Even if half of them did that, that's still better than all of them. All of them, yeah. Right. And uh, now I forgot my point. I'm sorry. Curse the luck. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. I looked at I looked into one of the... Do you remember what you're going to say? No. Okay. You can think of it when I'm, I'm talking about this. Half an hour, Gary's going to perk up. Oh, I got it! <laughs> um, no, we're talking about gay marriage, damn yeah, it. We talked about this debate page... Well, they have to take pills. ...on the Atlantic it being stacked with alt-med people. And I looked into one of these guys uh, and what he does. Because it was a new one on me. Uh, his name is uh, Vas- Vasan Lad. I don't know. He's Indian, I think. Go look it up on the Atlantic. <laughs> um, his article was was why traditional medicine matters. He was kind of trying to do the bait and switch that with the alt med is diet and exercise and and you know healthy living. So you should still do this stupid <laughs> crap know? that we give you. But in then addition. when you start looking into what he actually practices, is which which is what I did. He's the leader of this institute of Ayurveda, which is an ancient uh, Indian, uh, you know, Hindu, Buddhist type of thing. Of course. I'm on their their homepage. Ayurvedic healing includes herbs, nutrition, panchakarma cleansing, oh, panchakarmic cleansing, acupressure massage, yoga, Sanskrit, and (laughs) and Jyotish, which is Vedic astrology. Yeah, apparently they do writing. Sanskrit? Really? I don't know. Yes, that, is, that is all... Dead language. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those that is yeah. based on entirely pre-scientific notions. It's based on the five elements, earth, fire, air, ether, and water. And water. I've got a shirt that says this. Um, each person has three essential energies, which are wind, bile, and phlegm. Uh, wind is air and space. Bile, you only have wind when you have beans. <clears throat> bile is fire and water. Phlegm uh, bile is bile can be pretty fiery, you know, coming back. Um, up. Water and earth. They have eight. They like these numbered things. <laughs> <clears throat> so it's numerology too. Yeah, they have eight disciplines: internal medicine, pediatrics, surgery, eye and ENT, demonic possession. <laughs> <laughs> Toxology, preventive disease, and aphrodisiacs. There is a lot of that kind of wedge thing. Although I would say that the demonic possession and the aphrodisiacs might kind of actually be related. (laughs) And they also use uh, steam to open up your, they don't call them chakras, but the energy channels in your body. And the more you kind of go into this... (laughs) Where are the energy channels, If you you read the article on the Atlantic, it's like... It almost makes sense, yeah. It, it is nice to maybe go to someone and teach you how to do a healthy lifestyle and meditate and stuff. But when you actually look at what they're doing, yeah. totally pre-scientific, total BS, doesn't help you at all. Yeah, a lot of the responses from people like Stephen Novella or ORAC over at Respectful Insolence talk a lot about how a lot of this is just the triumph of selling the idea of alt-med being nice and complimentary, and it's, again, about all this kind of health and exercise kind of stuff, where a lot of the medical people don't actually know what is being taught as as uh, yeah. alternative medicine. So um, Steve Novella talked about when he was debating at Yale about the curriculum on alt-med, 
that he, you know the debate was going on. He was kind of getting annoyed with it, and he said, "Okay, hold on. Here's the syllabus of what they're actually going to teach." And he handed it off to the guy who admittedly didn't know much about alt med, and he looked at it, and he just got increasingly pissed off and pissed off. Yeah. This person who didn't know. Yeah. So the well, it's a bait and switch. Yeah. Because in public, on the surface, they make it sound just kind of nice and you know, it's like complimentary. Yeah. But the, that's that's the the tri- that's the triumph of what they've been able to sell to the general public. Yeah. And what what kind of pisses me off is what else they've been selling is they demonize the medical profession, right. and that's what that's probably the greatest harm. You talk about what's the harm, and well, you yeah. might put off a treatment because of this one alt med. But if you turn people off entirely to the medical profession and modern medicine, right? If they distrust the medicine and think that this woo. Even though they, everybody else knows the placebo, if they don't trust the medicine and they just believe this magic stuff, they're not going to go get medicine when they really actually need it. Right. Well, I think we've said all that there really is to say about it. I mean, okay, that's so stupid old med. <laughs> so there's a whole series of articles going back and forth on the Atlantic website. They're all free to look up. But also, there's, we'll try to list them on the blog. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's yeah, also the some really great responses by Steve Novella uh, over on Neurologica yeah. and ORAC over on Perspectival Insulin. So that's your homework, folks. Yeah, go to, you can go to the debate, which is kind of nice. I didn't know they had like a debate site for these type. Maybe, I mean, that's a pretty nice thing. So there's a controversial right. issue. They put up a debate site. They have a panel, and then everybody posts their their opinions on it. It does kind of make me think about teach the controversy, though. Yeah, because. Right. Eh, even it's though, not. This is not a fair debate. Like we said, it was stacked yeah. with alt med, and every time a skeptic said something, he blasts them it's, on the side. Generally, debates from the other side aren't. I mean, even in a creationist debate, it's generally stacked against. Yeah. When I say stacked against, I mean some people who are just pulling There's, shit out of their ass, and then the people who actually have to yeah. study and work and respond to um, the BS that's flying toward them. And there is something to be said about the fact that this guy Friedman is not a doctor; he's just a journalist. So he he took the stuff at surface value and you know ran with it, ran yeah. with it, and didn't really look yeah. into it and take the other side as seriously as he probably yeah. should have. Well, he he got the ire of, of Novella at, at all skeptics yeah. recently yeah. too. With it's hard his, to get Stephen Novella pissed with off with his um, the decline effect article. Oh, he's the same guy who did that. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting debate. All as right, well. so he's maybe going to get the Oprah Award this week, <laughs> this year, okay. <laughs> or the the Pegasus Award. Maybe. Yeah, we're only halfway through the year. It's good. <laughs> it's a good running. So our next topic is uh, zombie ants. Zombies. There's a new article zombies. about zombie ants. Brains. Brains. About zombie yeah, ants and um, zombie ladybugs. Indeed, all over the place. I uh, thought ladybugs were kind of. There was there was a recent article on fizzorg.com about. A parasitic wasp that lays its uh, eggs into a ladybug, and then the ladybug walks around and does all the things while the while the little larvae hatch and eat her away from the inside. And yet the ladybug is still moving around and aware. I guess I don't know if it's aware. They don't know that. But it's it's like it the the egg hatches inside the pupa crawls out, but doesn't. Eat enough of the bug to kill it to yet. To kill it, exactly. Right. But leave, may leave proteins yeah. in there that cause it to kind of spasm yeah. around a yeah, bit. It, that it makes twitches and, and they think it is. It's a, it means that birds don't want to eat, eat the bug it. because it looks like it's doing strange stuff. Exactly. That's basically how I read it. But yeah. Yeah. Parasites are just so fascinating. 
and it's ho- host manipulation. You know, it's creepy. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's something so simple, simple cool like yeah. these viruses or this. Mold, uh, there's another one that Gary's going to talk about about mold. These tiny little things are able to affect a multicellular organism that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so fascinating. It fascinates me as well. I'm going to use that word again. Fascinating. Um, fascinating. 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 Fascinating, Jim. <laughs> um, the, the evolution. How something could evolve to affect the the. Uh, the nervous system in such a way. So there's another uh, fungus, and I think this is actually a slightly older, no, it was May, um, a fungus that gets into an ant and causes the ant to cling on to the underside of a leaf, and then it sprouts up. There's it's a, not a Romulan? It's a Klingon? It's a Klingon. Okay. That's right. Carpenter ants in Thailand. And what amazes me is that they found these ants. You know, they're right. just wondering, oh, look, there's an ant. You know, how'd you find, how'd you find that? What are you doing, Miss Anthropologist? What are you doing? I study <laughs> I know, people. you study. I don't study ants. Sorry. Yeah, that wouldn't be an anthropologist. But I would think maybe it's that one of those things where somebody's studying an ant colony, has a camera on an ant colony for a while, and then sees these 20 bugs for some reason wandering off into the distance. What the hell are they doing? And then, well, they all do it at the same time. Yeah, that's the fascinating and, part. And, and, they, and, they, and, they bite at, and then they bite the thing and, and clasp on at yeah. noon. So they at go noon. at about four feet up into the canopy, which is like the perfect height for this fungus. Right. They clamp onto the un- underside of the leaf, Weep. and then the fungus... Uh, Kills it. <laughs> it, it doesn't kill it. It causes them to, to lock its jaw. It lock, can't open right. its jaw. Right. And then, so that, uh, that's what happens. Then here's the really gross part. Uh, and later in the evening, it bursts through the head. <laughs> yeah, it's Serving so aliens. aliens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just. And it, it grows its reproduction stalk out of the head of the ant. That yeah. is so. Apparently, yeah. it's it's since it goes up, it's a, it's above the ant colony, so it does it again. It's like the little itsy bitsy spider. Yeah. Only the itsy bitsy spore. <laughs> and I did read one of the comments saying, I'd like to see an evolutionist describe how that could have happened by evolution. <laughs> the quote is, would love to hear an evolutionist describe how this amazingly complex mechanism down to clamping the vein on the underside of a leaf evolved, quote, evolved via random mutations over billions of years. Of course. I, I That did actually get me thinking. I would well, like to hear an true, explanation. But then, but then the, uh, the response was that quote plus why when you do not even when you not that yeah, why when you do not seem to even understand your own question properly. <laughs> so this, I mean, first of all, you can understand a fungus starting to grow inside an animal that's eating it. Right. That fungus can it's grow athlete's into, foot. You know, supposedly this affects. Or there's a couple of ways it can affect. You can get the into the hormone centers for ants. And, and mess with the hormones, or right. you get into the the nervous system and mess directly with the and make things walk around. It makes twitch. you want to go around in damp places so that the fungus can thrive and survive. But think what has to happen here: this fungus has to grow to go to a specific part in that ant's brain to cause a specific reaction. Reaction, it's a complex reaction. Right. So probably what's happening is for one. The fungus is causing all sorts of behaviors, yeah, there's probably but most no... of them just die. Right. Or something like the fungus that gets to the brain is exposed to certain hormones within the ant's brain, so that may activate certain yeah, DNA proteins. Yeah, it may absorb some of those hormones exactly. to cause the ant to act And then different ones around the jaws but it's be really, cause uh, it to clamp. It's got to be really reproducible. That yeah. fungus has to do the same thing every time it encounters... An ant's body and brain, and go to the same part. Well, I mean, the, the, the whole the whole thing about the, the evolution is that 
the ones that survive mm-hmm. carry on. Yeah. yeah. So at some point it got it right. Yeah. And we're even. But then do it's it got to be reproducible. It's got to be able to do it the same yeah, yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. In a new ant, which is kind of weird to think about. And some of the other ones I looked at because I was looking at these um, host manipulation was one that um, grows in a fish, and when it's ready to go to its next life cycle, it gives the fish cataracts, so the fish can't escape the birds. <laughs> or just predators in general, yeah. yeah. And, and, and in general, making yeah making animals more susceptible to predators, like, like right. the one that... There's the toxoplasmosis for... Toxoplasmosis. Yeah, in, in cats, that when it gets into the rat... It makes the rat less afraid of cats, so yeah. that it gets eaten by a cat and reproduces and goes around and around and around. It has the nice side effect of making humans a little batty and crazy, yeah. which is why some people think we have crazy cat ladies. And then there's another but one. rarely crazy cat guys. It, I remember <laughs> reading about this several years ago, that it still has some effect on men, but it's a different effect, and I can't have, remember what have, it is. We have is. completely different problems. Yeah, it may, maybe it makes us more <laughs> aggressive or something. I don't know. Or... I'm guessing that's why I'm the crazy dog lady. <laughs> there was one interesting one where it starts its life in a grasshopper. Right. And then it, it has to go to fish, but grasshoppers don't really go into the, the water. So it causes the Unless grasshopper on vacation. to jump into the water when it's ready. Yep. Another one makes Freaky. ants again, a different kind of ant makes them go to the top of a grass stalk so that the birds can see them and eat them. So they go into the bird, they yeah, you know go into its feces, get dropped, eaten by an ant, and the ant goes to top. And it's fascinating that, I mean, it's really, it's almost these Rube Goldberg-esque kind of <laughs> processes. These parasites have different it's lives. Very, it's yeah. very, I, are you all familiar with the Red Queen hypothesis of the moving forward to go, moving forward to stay stationary? It's a theory in anthropology and actually evolutionary science that says you create a defense mechanism so your predator creates another mechanism that goes like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. It keeps on on building on each other. Yeah, and this is Red Queen hypothesis all over. It's an arms race. Yeah. And for some reason, the the one time that this, this wasp Laid its egg in a ladybug. It it reproduced. It, it it was able to reproduce better. So for some reason they just keep doing it. So yeah. it works. Well, if you want want to see a, a creepy picture, uh, oh, I'll, I'll post post a link on the it's a dailymail.co.uk. Um, anyway, it, it'll be on the blog. Check it out. Okay, we're ready for Pose Corner. Pose Corner. Corner. Okay, so today's post corner is about magnetic therapy. Magnetic therapy. Okay. You want to get closer to the mic and read them in a mellifluous way. So closer, closer, closer. Too close. <laughs> okay, so actually, we just went on a website and found a, a a dealer in magnetic therapy, and I picked three of their quotes. Oh, and okay. I added one of my own. Okay. So it's all from one person. It's all from one, well, two, because, you know, I added okay. one. Okay. Okay, first one is, the medical benefits of magnets have been touted since the days of ancient Greece when Hippocrates used, reportedly used magnetic rock lotus stone to treat sterility. First statement. Another scientist 
Ancient scientists theorized that magnetics, magnets promote healing while stimulating blood flow to the affected area, bringing extra oxygen and nutrients while reducing toxins. Well, yeah, third it, statement. Uh, that's pretty typical. Another hypothesis is that magnets create a field that alters how pain signals are sent along the nervous system. Fourth statement. Magnets don't have to be worn to be useful. Having a magnet near your work area will increase productivity, and in the bedroom, magnets can help increase your longevity with your partner. <laughs> wow. Okay. I got to get through. Which one of the statements? Well, I guess I got to get a partner first to need the longevity. Anyway. Levanka and Dasanka. Oh, great. Now I'm talking about penises again. <laughs> Which one of the statements... Was written by yours truly. <coughs> Can Could I you give a quick summary of each one again? Can we see them? Do you have copies? Oh, here you go. Do you have copies? I have copies. Who Yay. would you like to go first, Donna? Um, we will start with Greg. God darn it! Okay. Um, medical benefits of the uh, magnets touted since the ancient Greece. Hippocrates, you know, appeal to authority, appeal to ancientness, and um, eh, it's possible. Treat it still. Nah, blah, blah. It treated bad penises. That's <laughs> um, plausible. Um, ancient scientists theorized that magnets promote healing by stimulating blood flow, oxygen, nutrients, toxins. That's got a lot of buzzwords that makes me think maybe you made that up to include all those buzzwords, but that's what they do, and that's the whole point of the Poe segment. That <laughs> So you're confusing me. A hypothesis that magnets creates a field to author how pain signals in the nervous system. Maybe uh, don't have to be warned to be useful near your work area or in your bedroom. Um, yeah, wow, they're all kind of crazy. I'll go with number two. Is the one you made up? Ancient scientists theorize. Ancient scientists. Gary, um, where, where did you find this stuff? It's off of just a web page, or yeah. is it a specific one? It's a web. It's a web vendor who sells magnetic therapy bracelets. Okay. The, Da, 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 da. Okay, this is like on their their fact yes. page. Okay. Um. And I actually did include include the I brought the about no there. Um, two. I, I agree. Uh, I have actually read something that sounds exactly like this. Um. And three. I've also read. <laughs> something that's like that. It's one in four are the two that uh, I haven't quite heard. Um, but just because it's you, I'm going to go with number four. Magnets don't have to be worn to be useful. Now, I've seen that stick before. Magnets don't have to be worn to be useful. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know. You've probably seen all of them. <laughs> You're using things we've all seen before. But yeah, that's the whole point. I actually, I did I think, take a okay. product that they sold. I did change it up around a bit. But okay. Oh, okay. I, uh, I'll <laughs> just say with four, though. I'm going to tell you that my problem is with number two. Number two? Because I think just the whole ancient scientists. I, I, if you had taken ancient out and just said scientists theorize, I think throwing ancient in there. See, I disagree. I think that's exactly because they, they don't understand how <laughs> actual science works. Yeah, it's it's all about it's all about ancient knowledge. Okay, but ancient scientists uh, knowing about oxygen and nutrients in yeah. the blood, I don't think so. I'm going to say number two. Oh, good point. I didn't think about that. Oh well. I'll Do you say, want to change your yeah, answer? No, I'll say four. 
He can't. Well, I'll let you read. Just peruse it very quickly. About magnetic therapy. (laughs) The first whole paragraph. The medical benefits of magnets have been touted since the days of ancient Greece, when Hippocrates reportedly used the magnetic rock lodestone to treat sterility. Ancient scientists theorized that magnets promote healing by (laughs) stimulating blood flow to the affected area, bringing extra oxygen and nutrients. Does it really say ancient scientists? Yes. Another hypothesis is that (laughs) magnets create a field that alters how pain signals are sent along the nervous system. Consequently, I've done one. Gary won. (laughs) These idiots. Ancient scientists. (laughs) Look, scientists can be old. Jeez. Maybe it was just all 90-year-old scientists. Yeah. That's it. Oh, In the early 16th on. century, the power of the lodestone, magnetite, to attract iron fillings without touching them suggested great power. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and with that comes great responsibility. Exactly. <laughs> well, this company does actually sell a magnet that you can put in or on your mattress for stuff and everything. I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good job. Okay. Congratulations, Good job, Gary. Gary. Good job, Gary. So, um, will you just post that? Post yes, okay. I will post this. I haven't won any yet. Neither of you, Greg. Neither have I. I <laughs> though I think I should it's get points for having stumped no, you all. You did stump everybody. It's one to one. Two. She got two, two, two. to one. Oh, two yeah, to one. Two to one. Two slash one. I yeah. Because I get, the, the slash. I get you, an, you get a slashy. I get an asterisk <laughs> next to my name. <laughs> if you don't know what slash comics are, then. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Congratulations. Okay. Way to go, guys. Way to go. Good job, Gary. I did work I'm going to win one of, these, one of these days. We all will eventually. But, oh, ancient We hope one fan out there keeps <laughs> creates a webpage to keep statistics of the whole thing. <laughs> That's right, because sure as hell we are. Now I'm not going back to listen to this crap either. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we've talked about gay marriage a few times, and of course there was big news in the gay marriage uh, landscape what? this week. I didn't hear anything. Um being humanists oh, <laughs> and and not dogmatic about these things. Start spreading the, the news. Uh, it is now legal to be married. Well, almost. It, it's been signed. It will be legal for in about twenty eight days. Yeah, for same sex couples to marry in the state of New York. Yay! Congratulations, New York state yeah. friends. And and I think what we want to discuss is some of the reactions from the Catholic Church. <laughs> How about just. Reaction. There have been a others. lot of like a lot of organizations with family in their name, <laughs> which tells you it's going to be some conservative wackaloon. Yeah. But yeah, well, and and the other thing is a lot of people are saying, oh well, uh, they shouldn't. They should take marriage out of the title and just make it a civil union because marriage is a religious institution, which it is not. That's why you go downtown to the court, yeah, a marriage to license, get a marriage license. Yeah. Sorry, uh, religion doesn't have. A monopoly on the term marriage, or on the act of marriage. It was long, long before the Bible was written. Well, I personally agree with those people who say that you know what we should get the government out of the religion, the the marriage business entirely. Ron Paul said that in the Republican debate. Yeah, I mean, uh, what does it? I mean, some people say, oh, well, it promotes family units or whatever, but. There's no point in having marriages have anything to do with government or tax well, breaks I or with anything that, like that. I disagree with that, though, because that gives. there's so many things tied up with that as right. far as legally, when people split, whether they're married. But you, you have know, kind of property. like a, a legal agreement among adults to say, 
this person is my visitation rights. Oh, yeah, change it to something else to the union. It's kind of like give it to a power of attorney agreement, and it could be two people. It could be man, woman, woman, man, woman, woman. It could be a man with three women to say, I trust these people to make decisions. Sure, but there are plenty of laws tied up into marriage, like visitation and, you know, if there's children and things like that. So there's going to be something. There ought to be something. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be, you know... But if it's either it's either going to be civil or it's going to be religious, it's right. It should be it's kind purely of and utterly it's civil. It's really weird. I mean, because it's such a weird mix. You get the license and you go to the church, right? Right. It's it's kind of hard to extract the two. The legal right. part of it and the sacred part of it. Oh, it's not hard for us. I, I, I think. I think. <laughs> we go I think there has to be. It, it has to be a legal part of it, I, that, which is what right. you're saying. So, it, but so that, a, a that, basic contract between two people that has nothing to do with who you love. As far as I'm concerned, if, if okay, I'm 35, I'm not married, I haven't found the right person, blah blah blah, but I trust my friend in New York City, whatever, that she could make any decision for me, ever. Okay, well, and you know if so I individual contracts. For well, then you can do that yeah. already. You can already yeah. do that. Right. I should. I say we should leave it at that. Oh, okay. And I not see what work. You're and not. I mean, not have all this extra. You know, you get tax write-offs. You get. You know, special visitation and child. That's part of the power of attorney and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I think so it should be more. Saying, you just want to create more work for lawyers. Well, no, because no. It, it gets it gets away from yeah. the. Uh, okay, you've got two people. Once you get married, you get the 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 tax cut. Some write-offs for that. Once you have children, you get write-off for that. Um, so what you're saying is do away with all the benefits of actually having the marriage. The, and just the make tax it, benefits. Right. You have an agreement between two people that we're going to what almost is that incorporate. Is that a... We're going to be kind of an, the... an individual entity, whether it's two people, three people, or whatever. But when things go wrong with that... There's good to have laws. Okay, granted, my argument is in an ideal world. Okay, <laughs> there is good to have in an ideal world where <laughs> where nobody gets married at 17 to their high school sweetheart because they think or the only Vegas way to have sex day. is to get married. <laughs> okay, well we yeah, but that's that that's my point of view. Um, what, what about the Catholic Church's response to this? You know, the Catholic Church pushed hard. I saw totally unexpected. Complete <laughs> broadsided me, man. I that's, wasn't expecting I that was, at all. That's sarcasm, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I read that they pushed against this harder than anything the Catholic Church has pushed politically. They probably in just pushed as hard as well, now, 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 the funny thing about this. They pushed hard against the, the altar funny, boys, too. The funny thing about this is oh, you the Mormons did a better job in California than the Catholics did in New York. So what does that say? That that's rather disturbing. It says there aren't as many Actually, Mormons in New York. It's disturbing either way. Now what I what yeah. I understand is the Catholic Church was in unison against this. Although New York is thirty four percent Catholic, and so obviously a big portion of New York is not following the Catholics' lead on this. But then the the, the Jews in New York were on both sides. There were well, Jewish because, organizations yeah. on both sides of the issue. The Protestants were basically That's because have you ever at, seen a Jewish American princess? That's why they turn gay. <laughs> so the Protestants were either pro union or pro gay marriage or stayed out of it. Right. It was kind of interesting the way that the religions broke down on this. Well, or, I think I think most other social organizations didn't care. It really, yeah. I mean, it's only the religion that teaches you to be bigoted against people of same-sex well, couples. Well, and also now, though, we do have, they did put the religious exemption in there. 
And so we are now running into what seems to be a host of potential problems with gay marriage in New York. Right, because they, they put the... the Religious if you, exemption. If right. you if, That's right. if it violates your personal religious code, you don't have to marry them. But at, yeah. like the like That's fine. like like a hospital, for example, can't have that. But they, I think it, some of it also said you don't have to recognize it. Right. You don't have to give people health benefits if your company, if you decide. You don't recognize oh, gay marriage. Right. If that's the case, it's kind of useless. It was, yeah, it was kind of fuzzy and kind of icky there. Right, because we have Barbara McEwen, town clerk in upstate Volney, in upstate Volney in New York, who is responsible for signing marriage licenses in in Volney, and she is morally opposed and does not intend to affix her signature to any marriage document for gay or lesbian couples. Now, so now she is a public official. And she's allowed to but do that's that. very different. That's someone who works for the government who will that's her job and she'd have to do that. It's more like private religious organizations don't have to recognize marriages or perform the marriages. I mean, I agree. I think all of us would agree that, you know, Catholic bigoted, you know, evangelical whatever's if you don't want to do a gay marriage in your ceremonial place, don't do it. That's fine, but it's it's kind of like you're not going to provide health care for a gay married cuppy, c- couple. <laughs> Tack up another one for those playing the drinking game. Gary, you can edit that out, right? Nope. Damn it. <laughs> he can, but he for, chooses not to. Every single week. Um, but for you know not recognizing a couple, I, I think that's part of it, but I'm not sure how strong that language is. All right. So the the amendment, one of the amendments, also include protections for quote any employee thereof being managed, directed, or supervised by or in conjunction with a religious corporation, benevolent order, or a not-for-profit corporation. Which there's a lot of not-for-profits out there that don't have anything to do with, say, the Catholic Church or anything like that. So, say, the American Red Cross, if they're not-for-profit, do they have to recognize gay marriages? I think I think that you still have to recognize the marriage. I, it's just it seems to me that that's just about uh, people and the ceremony. That's yeah. That's where it was a little unclear to me. So if well, I'm mistaken, you know, user, you, the the listeners can correct me and yell at me. I'll correct you in voicemails. On, on the other on the other hand, uh, it does have the inseverability clause. If if a court found any part of the act to be invalid, the entire legislation would also be invalid. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it says right here that not signing the marriage documents will soon be against the law. Yeah. So she is right. as, for, for a civil servant, right. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like I said, congratulations to yep. couples in the Empire State. I well, look forward to getting some of my invitations that I know are, are forthcoming. It's, it's gonna it's gonna, <laughs> gonna the, there's gonna be a boom in the in the marriage industry. Yeah. Oh yeah, New you York know, City has started their their advertising campaign saying. It's like New York, I do, because they want people to yeah, tour. Has to be a resident. Wedding tourism, they want that. Yeah, it's great. yeah, destination weddings and, and yeah. all of that jazz. And here's my standard answer to those who say, you know, gay marriage is bad and all of this jazz. Let the gays get married. It stops heteros from having sex. That's what your big concern is: <laughs> gay sex. Just let them get married. It'll stop them. There, there were some people who were anti-gay marriage before. 
and I can't remember his name, unfortunately. I didn't print out anything. But basically, there was this guy who was saying he was very anti-gay marriage, not necessarily for religious reasons, but he thought we were moving too fast. He's kind of just slow culture change conservative as opposed to religious conservative. And he was saying, you know, the the example of, you know, Massachusetts, Vermont, and all well, those was set, showed him that society was oh, not was going to crumble. Oh, the guy on the NOM tour? Maybe. Because one of... National Organization for Marriage when they did their big bus tour last year one of the guys who worked on it basically has now come out and said you know what, I was wrong yeah, so there's some good signs here we've hit a tipping point it sounds like there's a tipping point in a lot of the national polls I think Texas is going to be one of the last states (laughs) yeah, but there was a granted it was a very small uh, example was the, the hidden video uh, did you guys in see Texas, that? yeah, where the there's a, a there was a, several couples going to a restaurant, and a waitress is extremely rude to these gay and lesbian couples who are there with their children, and she's basically saying, "I don't approve of this. This is dirty. It's nasty. You know, why are you here?" Da, da, da. And in New York, most everybody was like, "Yeah, whatever." You know, it's typical New Yorker of it's not in my little personal bubble. Doesn't matter. Whereas in Texas. And I think it took It was like seventy five percent. Yeah, it was over in Dallas. Yeah. Seventy five percent of the people who were in that restaurant would come up and say to the waitress, Hey, you just need to do your job. Let these let yeah. these people have their dinner, their lunch, their whatever. Oh good. It's good to hear that. It was yeah, it was yeah. Okay. I I think it's we're gonna have some progress and hopefully some of this actually brings up the Defense of Marriage Act, the federal law. And that something like this where someone gets married in New York and comes back to, say, Texas and says, well, I have this, I was married in this other state. The Constitution says you have to recognize marriages in other states. Yeah. I don't know if it's a Constitution or just a law. Yeah. And challenges well, DOMA in Texas. It's for full faith and credit. Right. Where it says, you know, if you do something in one state, yeah. you kind of have to, you yeah. know. Right. If you get a driver's license in Oklahoma, you kind you of have, have to, to recognize accept it, it in yeah. Texas. So hopefully this can lead well, to that. Well, that's why each state started going to their own laws to say we will not have a law in place or in their constitution. We will not recognize marriages from other states. Yeah. Whether that's constitutional or not, probably not. Maybe maybe even Barack Obama will start approving of gay he's marriage. He's been very wishy-washy. I, I, yeah, I, I, been, I, but I think he's turning. I think he's, was, he's seen that was, he's, he's going to keep behind his mouth shut until after the election. Right, yeah. he is... Just, yeah. There was a good article saying about all the good stuff he really has done and that he has really left this to the states, which is kind of what you have to do. So, Which is what the Republicans want anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, well, okay. have it both ways, guys. Let's, yeah. Moving on. By, Move on. by the way, I, I think I think NOM, uh, National Organization of Marriage, nom, needs, nom, 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 needs nom. to change their name. <laughs> they really need to change. Because you, you said, he well, we're on the NOM tour, and I'm thinking, okay, was that in the 70s? <laughs> or is, this, is that like the food tour? Is it a foodie tour? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the foodie tour is a whole bunch of guys in khakis with guns. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Every, a lot of furries dressed up in Cookie Monster costumes. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Furries, furries in uh, uh, camouflage I and guns. Nice. And I nom, went nom, on nom, a foodie tour. Hold on. This I reminds me the, of nom. I believe the correct <laughs> anthropological term for them is plushies. Not furries. What? I, I disagree. I've never heard plushies. I've yeah, always heard it as furries. I've yeah, always heard it as plushies. Plushies sounds like it's a furry who's padded. 
I trust the anthropologist. Maybe there's different. She studies people. Like there's. <laughs> yeah. Furries are not people. I think These we've established that furries are not people. <laughs> Maybe they're different okay. kinds of furries. Yes, kind of like they always there's have a bears penis. and 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 tops and bottoms and the whole gay culture thing. Maybe it's there are different divisions in the furry culture. I was bringing gay culture into the furries. This is pure gameplay. It's analogy, not. Oh, okay. You know, not saying that they're equal. I got you. Okay. I mean, they're equal, but they're not the same. Separate but equal, right? Separate. Okay. okay. <laughs> by the way, let's. <laughs> by the way, listeners, David has has been chomping at the bit for the last five he, minutes. He wants us to shut up for, about the to get off this. <laughs> He's been just waiting for an opportunity to go. Aha! Next topic. <laughs> so aha! Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> next topic. But really, what I really want. <laughs> what about the furries? No plushies. You know, furries. we're going to do, do a furries. Viewers? No, wait. Viewers? Listeners? <laughs> listeners? Why don't you weigh in on this? Are they furries or are they... You know what? Let's we'll, make a poll. No, we'll put a poll. We'll put a poll up on the Facebook page. It's gonna is be, it furries it's gonna, or is it plushies? It's going to be two. Two, it's two answers for furries, one answer for plushie, and one for... And shut the fuck up and move on to the next topic. <laughs> so, Dave, tell us about the new members of the San Antonio Holistic Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, this is a segment we haven't been able to do for a while because there really haven't been any new members lately. Are they all plushies? But I looked you at the site, <laughs> you know, the, the national uh, chair of the Chamber of Commerce was here in San Antonio last week. They did a bunch of meet and greets and pulled in three new members. We're going to talk about two of them right now. We'll save one for next week. One member. Uh, 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 two, two members. members. Uh, 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 three. Now, um, Why am I so, stuck on Sesame Street? I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna. He's we're gonna. Be scary. If you haven't heard this before, we we like to welcome new members of the San Antonio Holistic Chamber of Commerce. It's a new organization. They just we want to welcome you. Around the same time we started this podcast, they came into being, and so they are getting a steady stream of new members. And we have, like I said, we have three new members. Uh, one is uh, Grace <laughs> Leslie. Welcome, Grace. Grace does face reading. Wait a minute. What? Face reading. Face reading. Okay. <laughs> I look at your face. I read you know, that you're I don't angry at me. A, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of information because she doesn't have a website. No, but, she just does this. Uh, but she does. See in a she does say something. <laughs> um, a little bit the of information she can tell your personality type, and this has been done movie for penis. thousands of years. By the, the way, uh, face the reading. Phrenology. No, she the just, bumps on the skull. It's the face. It's just the just face. the bumps on their the face. face. As far as we know. Well, just what she's checking for is acne. What kind of a crazy woo person does not have a website? We should go down there with torches and pitchforks I think and say, I get have, a website! I may just have to email her for more information so I can give you that information. We should have her on the podcast. <laughs> now, that would be um, fun. I'd enjoy that. You missed my penis joke, by the way. I'm sorry, I missed the other one, penis. I don't have a name associated with this, <laughs> but it is the Spa2U. That's number two U. Letter U, U, letter U, Y O U, or E W E. Like you're texting. Imagine you're texting. Spa to U Cafe. Yeah. Yeah, this you is, know what? I hate the people favorite. who use the U for a small sheep or a person. <laughs> <laughs> Spell it out. It's three fucking letters, people. You save yeah. two. Now, uh, Spa to U. Um, Spa to U Cafe. Cafe. The cafe is coffee. Um, this is a yeah, multi- coffee, yes, coffee, coffee, coffee. this is someone who's gotten into this multi-level marketing thing. That's the bad part about it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's coffee. It's, it's coffee, coffee, along with coffee. tens of thousands of other people who've gotten into this multi-level marketing. So is it like civic coffee? 
It is coffee laced with Ganoderma. Okay? That sounds like civet coffee. That doesn't it sound good. That well, sounds like it came through bitter, the dish. I don't it like f- coffee and I don't like mushrooms. Okay, it is. A, it is. It <laughs> this is, a, is this is particularly good mushroom. This is one that that grows out of rotting things. Yeah. <gasps> As opposed to all those other mushrooms, well, no, yeah, like rotting trees okay. and stuff. I mean, this is the well. No, because you get them out in your in your yard. Is that on dead rotting? Those are toadstools. No, but it's a mushroom, isn't it? It's a fungi. Yeah, yeah, fungi. Look under that there is a fungus mushroom. Among and there's us. probably something rotting beneath it. Oh, okay. See, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. My. But now, um, yeah. as far as whether the, <laughs> I looked at some sites on on this mushroom, and it's. I also looked it up in PubMed. It got 877 hits. So there's been a lot so of studies. So it's been studied. Yes, there's, and it there's actually plenty has of pharma- pharmacological effects. Um, We're so proud of you actually getting that word out. Yeah. <laughs> pharmacological. Well, the bottle's only half pharmacological. Empty. And and um, the studies that I looked at, I don't know how good the studies are, but they're all finding positive results. You know, the thing is, though, I looked at all the PubMed so- sites that are promoting this. And they all have different. They all say different things that it does. It fights <laughs> cancer, inflammation, um, urinary tract infections, just about everything. Your it's typical kind of woo. It's purpose. the wonder cure. It's, thing. it's like the wonder drug of the wonder drugs of ancient Chinese. Some of them say it's been. Did they come from Hippocrates? Chinese. This is Chinese now. <laughs> um, some say they've been using it for 2,000 years. Some say 3,000. Some say 4,000. Some say 5,000. So let's just say... <laughs> Don't hear just 6,000. Give or take a millennia. Not the Christians because they don't go past 6,000. Some of the claims are outrageous. But it actually looks like it You know, is worth studying. Can actually just, People use it not only for... Some of the studies said it slows tumor growth. But some said, well, at least it it it, um, it helps with chemo symptoms, things like that. So you know, it needs to be studied. I don't know how good it is. The the skeptics uh, dictionary says it's worthless, but who knows? Um, so what do those damn skeptics know? <laughs> yeah. So it's been studied, but it's not. Sh- we're not sure what it actually. Any effect it has, it may. It's not even mildly hallucinogenic or anything. It is not. No. It's not supposed to be hallucinogenic. But it obviously has some yeah. effects. But 877 studies. Some of those, you know, maybe are good studies. We'll see. Maybe they need yeah. to do a meta-analysis. Maybe so it was tested at Joe's Bait and Crab Shack. <laughs> <laughs> it is popular with cancer patients, from what I can tell. And now they, they sell it with coffee. So this is a coffee that's supposed to be for just general good health. Well-being. Okay? So you drink this expensive coffee... Do you market it? It's just this big multi-level marketing scheme. They're so it's, all over it's the like place. those juice drink multi-level marketing things where they say you got to buy all the inventory and get your friends to buy yeah, it and yeah. get their friends to buy it. Yeah. So yeah. what you're saying is it's the new Amway. Uh, yeah. Yes. So it's kind of a questionable Although, effect that they're just selling because they can sell coffee. And you never know if it's actually selling because the, the whole multi-level marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, because you, you don't know if you're sell, buying buy. it just to set up your own your own business and then trying to get push the inventory on someone else, and then there's a transfer of inventory, and then no one's really selling it. It's or, just changing or hands. Or you buy your inventory and you need to get three or your friends to join up, and then they're buying yeah. your inventory, and then you can't sell to them, and they're selling yeah. to their friends, which you already right. know, so you can't sell to them right. either. But you know, like 10 iterations, and there's like a million people. There's no way it can support itself. And you can tell the desperation. I actually went on YouTube and looked at one of these, the effects 
it's kind of these medical things. And all the comments were people trying to sell this coffee. (laughs) 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 Well, I'll I'll admit, I went on to to the site, and uh, it it seems to be they have a lot of money in it. Uh, They have some very professionally uh, Looking website. A professional-looking website, which makes sense for this the sp- type of thing. The Spot to You Cafe? Or the, the Spot to You Cafe. Okay. Um, but they, they did a music video called Go Beyond, I think was their thing. Yeah. And it's very well, professional. Not it's, the Spot to You Cafe. It's the... It's the, um, the Organo... Organo Coffee is the brand. Right. That's the parent company. And the company. Spot to You Cafe there. is one of the people who promote the brand. Right. Okay. A, yeah. Yeah. So my apologies for... Anyone going? So and some pretty, you know, Asian women drinking coffee yeah. on the website. Yeah. So there's a lot of money, but I went on there. I thought I, I love and coffee, stuff. and I thought, hey, I like coffee. I get paid for drinking coffee. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine why they put it in coffee because they say it's a very bitter mushroom. So you just put it in something that's already bitter, <laughs> and um, like beer. Oh, that would be cool. I know someone who <laughs> brews beer. We could try that. We could start our own thing. Yeah, let's start that, our own mushroom beer. How we can sell, mu- make money for the podcast. And <laughs> we'll call it Schmbeer. <laughs> okay, enough about Chinese mushrooms. Let's go so to the lightning round. Is there anything oh. else that this Spotty You Cafe does besides this coffee? There is actually, yes. There like, are, there are some mushroom things. muffins? Do, well, there are like some they side s- projects. They I, sell I didn't crystals really look or into anything them. like that? No, or? it's just things to put the mushrooms in. So they're right. really focused mainly on the mushrooms and all the products you can do with yes. it. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they have a website and look and users, uh, listeners. Organo. Yeah. Or, organo. Yes. OG. Organ. Uh, o- OG Media. Yeah. Um, okay. Or, organogoldmedia.com is what. It, it, it'll be on the blog. Okay. Lightning round. <laughs> it's okay. Lightning here. round. <laughs> Donna is our our lightning round moderator today. She did them both today. Do I have my my ding? You need to remind dingy. me. Bring out the dinghy. You need to remind me of these things here. Well, we just did. Welcome to the lightning round. Um, lightning round. Lightning round. Hey, I, I, I have a lightning round theme right now. I'll, I'll change it for maybe not this week, next week. I'm too busy this week. <laughs> too busy. No new theme this week. Too busy. That's because we're going to go see Tim Minchin. That's it. Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin. We were supposed to mention it at the beginning. We'll get it at the end. Okay. Let's do the lightning round. Okay, so... But we just mentioned it. Shut up. <laughs> lightning round. So, Dave, I'm going to start you off. Yes. You're going to be the first one. Can you please tell me about the Amish vaccine... You broke your promise. Myth. <laughs> Sucks to be you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't start the timer yet. I mean, he's still laughing like a fool, so. And it's Amish, Amish. the Amish and the vaccines. Yes. So, okay, the background on this, and I, I read this for the first time an hour ago. But, um, so it's fresh in your memory. Some, some of the um, vaccine deniers have used the Amish as an example of a community that do not vaccinate their children, and they don't have autistic children. Now, that is a pretty hard argument to beat. Well, if, unless it's in their genes. So this has been a pretty strong argument on the anti-vax side. So this was on its face into, value. On yes. its face, but when you, lovely assertion. <laughs> it's a lovely assertion, but it is actually just an assertion because when you do look at it, they do have 
for one, they vaccinate their children at about an 85% rate. Um, maybe not as high as the general population in some areas, so a little bit shaky there. And they do have autistic children. So um, it's actually not the example that people thought it was. Yeah. Um, it, but, the, but it's still out there. The, the myth is still out there um, that... Amish do not vaccinate their children, and they don't have autistic children, and that's why we should not vaccinate I am a little worried about this article that was in the panic virus where they talked about they sent out surveys to hundreds of families in Holmes County, which they say has a large number of Amish families. That doesn't mean that the only people that they surveyed were Amish people, and only about uh, 360 uh, households responded. So I'm wondering, well, is this really all about the Amish? 85%. But we don't know that all those respondents are Amish. Ding! Great. Yes. But the numbers preclude that they don't... (laughs) We're done! (laughs) Ding, 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 ding! Great. Put it on the blog. Tell me about the... No! Shut up! (laughs) Dude, shut up! Oh my god. Like, you're totally harshing my mellow... Tell me about the man who urinated in city water. Oh. Yeah. So out in Oregon, um, they have this big open air reservoir, um, and there was some security. Lots secu- of them, actually. Well, okay. Not just one. But they have this several. One. But this one particular one, they, there was a, a 20-year-old man caught on a security camera who was pissing in the reservoir. No. Ooh. So I'm willing to bet it was a drug fed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he actually says he was with friends and he was drunk and he they caught him afterwards and he said I felt really bad. I'll never do it again. But he was pissing in the reservoir and the Portland official decided that the best solution to this was to drain the entire eight million gallon reservoir to say one guy pissed maybe a pint maybe of a urine pint. at most. It's actually quite a bit. <laughs> a, okay, a cup. A uh, cup of okay. urine and 8 million gallons. Nobody uh, believes in homeopathy that much to think that that's what you really right. need to do. And it, this is... Uh, Never mind the fact that all the fish pee in it. Right. Well, it's it's an open air reservoir, so bugs, they, they found dead Bug animals pee. in it. Right. Um, so it's not... That's the least of the worries. And But this water goes directly to people's houses. It's filtered before it goes into the reservoir, sits there, and then goes out to people's houses. Right. They clean it twice a year. They drain it. And they find animal carcasses, paint cans, construction material, fireworks, debris, plastic bags that people use up to scoop up dog poo, and 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 all of this they find anyway. And this is what they if decide to drain over. It twice a year, they probably just skip the next draining. So it's probably not as big a deal. We can only hope. Yeah. Yay, Gary. <clears throat> yes. Tell us about Harry Lonsdale, the godless Oregonian who has just offered a well. $50,000 prize. Plus $2 million in funding. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, he once ran as a Democratic nominee, apparently, and he wants to look into the origin of life. And so he has a $50,000 prize, I guess, for whoever finds it, or for the best proposal to study it. Right. Um, which is interesting because, so this is the study of how life first started, but we've already kind of got that. Well, we know kind of a general idea that there probably are chemicals involved, but we haven't kind of really done a good way of explaining how it may have actually happened. Actually, there's more to it than that. Okay. The proposal should should take into account the conditions, materials, and energy sources 
to believe to have existed on the prebiotic earth, submission should provide a cogent hypothesis for how life first arose, including its plausible chemistry, and for how primitive life could have evolved to modern biological cells, including the present uh, genetic material and metabolism. And then it goes into more detail specifically on the different stages of how you get from, you know, prebiotic, the, the chemical, the, the, the um, genes, uh, proteins, all these things have to be included. Right. Okay. Uh, so this is for someone to already do, and then if he likes it, he'll give him the money. Or, like, propose it, and then he'll pro- offer funding to actually finance yeah, the research. You can get research. up to, like, $2 million yeah. to fund yeah. it. But the best part about this is that uh, the last line of the the rules say, submissions involving the supernatural or that violate physical laws will not be considered. <laughs> I highlighted that one, too. <laughs> okay, Dave. Yes. Can you tell us about what's bad about diet soda? What's the bad news about diet soda? Wow, you know, diet soda can, according to a study right here in San Antonio at the University of Texas Health Science Center, where they did actually followed people for a decade who were writing down how much soda, diet soda they drank. The more diet soda that someone drinks, the bigger their their gut ended up being. Okay? Which is, I think, a surprising finding because you might think that people drink diet soda because they're already fat. You might say, well, fat people drink more diet soda, so you know that you don't know they the causation the diet soda here. They drink soda and they eat a Big Mac. So this kind of looks at actual causation that people who drink diet soda compared to people who don't drink diet soda gain a lot more weight. And the more diet soda you drink, the more weight you gain around your gut. Well, right. okay. Uh, if they had but they're talking about size of the gut. They're actually not talking about gaining weight necessarily. It's they're talking about circumference. Right. Now, I, I did have a small problem with the reporting on this, and I didn't get to read the study. But they go from those who drink any amount of diet soda daily had on average a 70% greater increase in waist circumference mm-hmm. over the course of a decade compared to those who drink none. And then those who drink two or more had roughly a five-fold increase an almost two-inch gain. And I don't like the way that they're kind of messing around with the statistics. Okay. Because... 75% versus five-fold. Versus, versus five-fold, like and they don't really give... Okay, statistically, you know, you can lie with statistics, and it's yeah. quite easy. And so I, I got a little bit upset about 70%. Okay, well, maybe it wasn't all that big, Priscilla. And then... Stop. 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 Links. Links on the blow. Oh. oh, crap. They've done other studies. Get the... We need the... Ding. That's yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> yes. Exciting dead air. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Tell fix me it why post. go the fuck to sleep is not funny. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't print that one out. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not, not funny. funny. It's not, not funny, funny at all because you're making fun. What about fun. the children? What, what about, about the children? Yeah, what if, what if you had said that it was a, a black person or a Jew and you're telling them to go the fuck to sleep? That's not funny, is it? It's actually, not. Actually, it is. It's quite funny. <laughs> or, it was basically someone overreacting over... Let's, let's tell the audience what Go the Fuck to Sleep is first. It's a new book. Um, uh, no, it's I, actually not quite all that new. new. But basically, it is a father's frustration with trying to get his young child to go to bed. It's like a kid's story. It, it's written it's as a kid's story, but it's for adults. And it is to deal with the frustration of... All the glasses of water, the monster under the bed, mm. the trips to the bathroom, all yeah. this just where the parents just like, 
go the fuck to sleep. I need you to. I need you to go to sleep. And the new part of it is there. There's like a version of this narrated by Samuel L. Jackson. Available on Audible.com. Very very popular. First on YouTube, but now on Audible. Well, they they took it. They took it down from YouTube because of copyright violations. First on YouTube, now on Audible. That's what I said. Okay, and then someone came out with a ridiculous article about how I don't know. I don't know if it was so ridiculous. Trying to be not too over the top. But no, she was, uh, in my opinion, she was, she was very mad. over the top. Okay. Yeah. Just Which overreacted. She, she really yeah. shouldn't listen to Tim Minchin's uh, <laughs> lullaby, lullaby then, because yeah. that will really make her mad. That's, and that's I all. guess that's all we have to say yeah. about that. So. Stupid. <laughs> Gary, you have huh? the last topic of the night. Uh. Topic you asked for. Oh, uh, yeah? Tell us what Glenn Beck's plans are. Glenn Beck apparently has leased a house, a $3 million house in Dallas, Texas, or around Dallas, Texas. Damn, I was hoping in Austin, your Andrew And so, uh, I really, my response to this, uh, my response goes something like this. No! Maybe you should run for governor. You did your, yeah. you, know, you did your very best impression of Cameron. <laughs> but he was like when he was leaving his show. Oh, he was doing a lot of joking with Rick Perry about moving to Texas, and you're not going to charge me any income tax, are you? And Rick Perry was like, "Oh yeah, I can work with you." It's we, really kind of slimy. Yeah. yeah. Our governor. Really? He, apparently, they're good friends now. Yeah. Are they BFFs? I think they are. Well, once once Perry runs for president, we'll need a new governor. Oh, God. Well, some some people are saying that the whole thing with the the death penalty thing that he overlooked and didn't want to look at the evidence might be something that people are going to hold against him if he actually runs not, for president. Yeah, but not well. in Texas. <laughs> not in Texas, no. no. <laughs> but it might be a well, problem. Sorry, with, it might be a problem with the independence. Yeah. yeah, independence, absolutely. So. Look at that. Two topics in 90 seconds. Uh, how, how long was my... Well, I looked up. I was trying to go for the whole minute so we wouldn't be able to talk about it. <laughs> no, you only got about 25 and seconds in there. I, I called it at six topics, gave you each two to talk about. Sweet. All right. Slacker who didn't read. All right. Good job. I read it, but I, I just didn't print it out because I, I thought it was just a joke thing that we weren't going to talk about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope it's a joke. I hope he does not move to Texas. Anyway, we'll have something to talk about. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it is. I think it's an actual. I think it, it, it looked legit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, All right. Well, is there one. anything else anybody wants to talk about? Tim mention Tim mention Anything anybody oh, wants well, to mention? Like we haven't heard that joke enough. <laughs> so tomorrow afternoon, the entire Skeptic Wire team is going to be driving up to Austin, Texas, to okay. see. To mention, mention live in concert, Mr. Skeptical Musically Goodness. And, Goodness. Uh, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. <laughs> For those playing in the home game. Drink. Um, so if you're going, see there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, find us. We'll, we'll be quite obvious in that we'll be three guys and a girl. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> quite obvious in the balcony. Yep. I'll have a hat. Okay, so I'll have we'll... the boobs. Oh wait! <laughs> I have boobs too. <laughs> disturbed, disturbed. Shake, okay. shake, shake. Anything else, guys? Anything shake else? Anything else? 
Can we close this now, please? But, uh, but look forward. I think we're going to have like either a little YouTube posting or a special audio from right. the road. Sure. So. Yeah, either like or when dinner. we're sitting at dinner Ooh, road or road trip episode. We're really hoping that maybe we might be able to talk to him afterwards, but who knows? His I mean, damn publicist never got probably back to not. Me. Yeah, he's been on a couple other podcasts that I've seen um, produced here in America, um, like the uh, Ardent Atheist or something like that. So he he might do something with us, or at least chat with us for a couple minutes. We'll see. Yeah. I wonder how many people from the Atheist Experience are going, though. Yeah, they're kind of, you know, our big Texas uh, competition. Don't think of it as competition. Think of it as friendly rivalry. No, no, fuck them. It's competition. (laughs) Yeah, I think I could could take it. You know what, though? You know what, though? I bet you if it got down to mud wrestling, y'all would beat them. Because I'm not getting involved. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right, so t- right now we are challenging the members of the Atheist Experience to a mud, less- mud wrestling competition <laughs> at this year's Texas Free Thought Convention in October. <laughs> and we, are, and, and th- we are throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not going to beat gauntlet. it. So y'all can do that. <laughs> the team. That's, that's taking one for a team. Right on. <laughs> okay, anything else, guys? Anything else? Anything no, else? Okay. I think we're good yep. for tonight. Signing off. Good night. Bye. Bye. Aslave. La 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 the Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. Yeah, this shoes. <laughs>